I just inherited a lot of money, so I'm finally wealthy and financially free. And the first thing I want to do is not work at a nine to five job anymore. But my girlfriend demands that I keep working at a real job or she'll break up with me. Here's what happened. Make sure to subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit that bell to turn on notifications. For the last three days, I've been thinking about a conversation I had with my girlfriend and I don't know what to do. I cannot tell this to my friends or family because they are not really fond of my girlfriend and I already know what they're going to say and I need objectivity. I should begin with giving a little bit of background information on what I do and about myself. After my freshman year of high school, I was sent to live with my grandmother's brother who had recently been diagnosed with stage five chronic kidney disease. My uncles were living abroad, my parents were working and my grandmother was taking care of my grandfather who was constantly sick and was too emotional to look after my grand uncle. And I took the responsibility because he was family and we take care of each other and my family. My grand uncle had lost his wife and son in a car accident in the 90s and had been alone ever since. Although he used to come to family gatherings, he worked as a crane operator in the Far East and invested nearly all of his money in our home country and had a small fortune by the time he died. I stayed in the city he lived in where he and his family used to live and he refused to move to our city despite our pleas during the rest of my high school years and studied college there. I grew up so much there and I learned so much from him and he used to describe me to people by saying he is like my son. After college, he urged me to go back to the city my parents live in and start my life there because there was more opportunity there and he could find a nurse for himself. I was 22 years old at the time I moved back into the city and moved into my own place. It's around this time my girlfriend's mandatory service in the east as a doctor, a neonatologist, had ended and she returned back to the city. We were first introduced in a housewarming party of a mutual friend and then we ran into each other in a coffee shop and and since then, we've been inseparable. I started working as a translator for a TV network, as a freelance writer for foreign news outlets, and I would also give private lessons to elementary school students. One of my uncles is child-free and is against relationships. He would send me money every month. All in all, I was in a very comfortable place financially. About a year and a half into our relationship, my grand uncle died and I inherited nearly all of his wealth, including all of his assets and most of his money except for a small amount he left for the nurse that took care of him after I left. Later, I learned that my father advised my uncle to do so because they all trusted me to keep the family comfortable and use the money smartly. And my uncle even told me that I deserved it for being there for him when he needed someone. I invested the money very well and rented out most of the houses. I also kept my job as a translator and a free agent writer, but I stopped working as a private teacher. A friend of mine wanted to move his textile business to a bigger place and offer me to be his partner, which I accepted in a heartbeat because it was a great opportunity. I have been traveling and talking to our clients and making the deals, and that's basically all I do. So I've been working at most two to three hours a day for the last two years, and I've been focusing on improving myself intellectually and physically, and I spend more time with my family and friends. All in all, I make more than three times that of my girlfriend. I thought she was happy with my life choices, and I thought she had my back, but it turns out she despised despises my work life and wants me to get a desk job somewhere other than my firm because that would not be fair. 
as she put it. She says I need to be a responsible adult and show our future kids a proper work ethic and she says that I have been immature and a man child. I tried to reason to her that I was spending more time on myself and I get to do things that I could in the past regarding reading, studying different topics, learning languages and working out. I had an accident in the past so I had to stop working out but now that I have the time I want to do that. When I told her this she told me that muscles don't make me a man and told me to either man up and find a real job or she's leaving me. I really don't want to find a 9 to 5 desk job. I don't want to do that even before I got my inheritance. That's why I was working from home as a translator slash writer. I don't want to break up with her because I love this woman so much and I look up to her and I admire her. I cannot talk about this with any of my family members as they all still hold a grudge against her for a thing that happened 3 years ago and my friends are, I sense, not fond of her either. They don't know what she means to me. I don't know what to do anymore. How do I navigate through this? I tried talking to her again, but she straight up told me to give her an answer and has been giving me the silent treatment. Please help. What should I do? Before I start breaking everything down, I want to give a little bit more context because the OP actually did respond to some interesting questions. The first of which said, I stopped reading when I read that your family and friends don't like your girlfriend. Family not liking your girlfriends is one thing, but your friends don't like your girlfriend? That is a huge red flag if I've ever seen one. The red flag is from your girlfriend, by the way. Since that's a pretty crucial part of this entire story, it's pretty important to understand how the OP sees that, and he says, I think they are being unfair to my girlfriend. I explained the situation before, but here it is. I used to do volunteer work, be it helping kids in orphanages with their homework, helping animals, etc. Back in high school and college, whenever I had the time, I would do this. During the first summer of college, I was pre- presented with an opportunity to help build a library and renovate a school in Somalia as a part of a greater project made by my college and country. My mom took care of my grand uncle for a month until I came back. It was a great time and I have met with one of my best friends, Hazel there, and I loved every bit of it. Hazel was our team captain and she stayed there longer than I did after she graduated. She was offered a job by a humanitarian organization and has been helping people in the region ever since. Fast forward to around the first year anniversary of my relationship with my girlfriend, Hazel called me and told me that the school we work to renovate is looking for Turkish and English teachers, but I needed to hurry and get there as soon as possible with the next flight because she wasn't supposed to just inform one person, but needed to choose a person among the volunteers, and she was really doing me a favor. The moment I heard that offer, I was so sure this is what I wanted. It was like a golden opportunity, and I loved helping people there, and being a teacher there for a year made me thrilled. But the timing couldn't be worse, as just a week before, my father and I helped my uncle pay off his debt and in general help him and his wife who was also pregnant out during a financially difficult time for them. So neither I nor my father had the cash needed to buy a ticket which was very expensive. My uncle the one who used to send me the money would have happily covered me but he was on a hiking trip and I couldn't reach him. My other uncle was paying a loan and couldn't have covered my expenses. Then I asked three of my closest friends and all of them lent me as much money as they could but I still needed a couple hundred dollars more. I then asked my girlfriend and she told me that she didn't want to give me the money. She didn't think it was a good idea. I ended up not going there, but I never blamed her. The timing was just awful and there was nothing I could do about it. I mean, it sucked, but I got over it. My family, on the other hand, did not like this at all. They didn't invite her to family gatherings for a while and they're still not over what happened with her. Coming from the other side, the common side, this seems a bit toxic. While other people have stated the toxicity, I will add maybe she's not purposely doing it. I too have a partner who does not do the 9 to 5 cubicle of death. I was raised to go to college and 
and get an average job. My partner said forget college and became a comedian. I at first hated and resented him because that seemed unfair. As well as I grew up in a household where my dad worked a lot and did adult male things. To me, my partner's life seemed unrealistic because of the reality that I faced. I also worried about him fathering my kids, but now I see there's multiple ways to live life. Your girlfriend may not realize how she's forcing her view on reality onto yours and may truly think that she's the one being logical. I thought that I was logical at the time. Now, two years later, I ditched the dental field and truly appreciate my partner inspiring me to live differently. Now, him and I both share a mutual happiness in doing work that the others don't perceive as a, quote, real job. It just took him showing me that there are upsides to what he does, as well as me interacting with more successful people who did man-child or not real job stuff. Now I see he has been a man the whole time and a smart one to find work that doesn't suck his soul dry. The OP says that his girlfriend never really sees him working. He says, I have always avoided working when she is home because I wanted to focus on her. Thank you. I will definitely keep this in mind when I talk to her. And maybe that's the main part of the problem. She thinks that it's unfair that he doesn't have to work and she has to work, but he does work, but she doesn't see it. So it creates some sort of confusion because he's trying to prioritize her to spend time with her instead of working when she's home. So here's the big final update. This was a few days into the future. I first tried looking at things from her perspective and how my inheritance and fortunes may have affected her. I don't really have a luxurious life. I live in a small apartment. I don't even have a car. I use public transportation, but I realized that I am more than lucky to be in this position. And since she has never seen me work, as I made sure to focus on her when we are together, I decided to ask her to come with me to my next business trip so that she may see me working. If not, then I at the very least wanted her to take a day off and just observe me. The overwhelming majority of the comments were telling me to break up with her. I didn't want to break up, but I tried to prepare myself for it. In short, I was hoping for the best, but I was preparing for the worst. She came to our apartment this afternoon as she was staying over at her sister's house, and we sat down and started talking immediately. I said everything I mentioned above and proposed to her that we could also go to counseling. She told me that her going with me to a business trip would only strengthen her previous opinion and that she didn't think it was a good idea and she said she was too tired for counseling. I told her that I wasn't going to throw my life away over an issue we could fix if we just tried to solve it. She then told me that she was too tired to be with me and that she was unhappy in our relationship and that I was too unpredictable and that she told me that if I ever decided to pursue another girl somewhere else, she wouldn't know it until I leave her for the new girl. All of these things were extremely hard for me to hear. She then asked me one more time to settle down and find a new job, and then we can take our relationship further. I told her I didn't want this and that I thought it would be best if we went our separate ways. This is not my first heartbreak, and I don't think it will be the last. So I think I'm going to manage a breakup just fine but there is this feeling inside of me that I just can't seem to shake off. Like, I know I'm alright, but I just feel numb. My heart still pounds fast with what happened, but I'm not panicking or anything like that. She will return tomorrow to get her things to go to her sister's house, and after that, I will go no contact. The most unsettling thing about the girlfriend's entire position is that she seems to be more concerned with the perception of work than actually doing work. I think that if she were to argue against that, she would say, well, you may have got this inheritance, but... 
if you don't demonstrate what it looks like to have a good work ethic, then how will our kids ever learn that? Something along those lines, I would guess. But what she's really saying is that's the most traditional way for work to look, but why not teach the kids that there are other ways to work? I mean, that comment that we included earlier was really good in the sense that the person explained how their perception changed over time, how resentment turned into inspiration and recognition that they were just looking back on their own family experiences that shaped what it is to work and what work even means. It kind of comes off as the mindset of, I hate it because I don't understand it. Or from a more pessimistic view, just straight up jealousy. She's jealous that she doesn't get to live that lifestyle that she thinks is probably a very easy lifestyle when she has to go work. It would be different if the argument was a little bit different because if she was saying, oh, you need to earn money because you don't know if this pot of money is going to last, but she can't really say that because the business on its own is making three times more than she makes even without this inheritance. So anyway, if you were in a position with your significant other where you just got a huge sum of money that made it so you didn't have to work for the rest of your life and your significant other told you you either need to start working at a real job or else they're going to break up with you, what would you do? Am I the jerk for ransacking my boyfriend's apartment? I'm a 25-year-old female and I've been with my boyfriend Jake who's 34 for eight months. Things were fine until I, against my better judgment, moved into his place a couple months ago. Since then, he's been getting kind of possessive and protective. I immediately told him to cut it out because it's off-putting and things seem to get better. Anyway, I have a friend in Mexico who's getting married. I've been excited to fly down for her wedding since she told me she was engaged a year ago. However, Jake has made it clear that he does not want me to go. He says that Mexico is too dangerous, even though I've been there many times and I've even lived there for a year. I speak Spanish and I have friends there and I know my way around. No matter what I say, he doesn't want me to go. Then a couple of days ago, my passport went missing from my nightstand. I'm supposed to go tomorrow, so I wouldn't have time to get a new one. I looked everywhere. No luck. When I asked Jake about it, he behaved a little suspiciously, but I dismissed it because because I couldn't believe he would actually take my passport to keep me from going. But he's been giving me some red flags, so I decided to have a thorough look around. When he went out this morning, I started going through everything. As I searched, I became increasingly certain that he took my passport. I started carefully picking through drawers and cabinets, but as my anger grew, I became a lot less careful. I started turning out drawers, pried open briefcases, made a total mess, but I found it. It was behind some books on the bookcase in his study. I never go into his study. He definitely put it there. Now he's furious with me for going through his things and ransacking his place. He said he would have just given my passport back. There was no need for me to do all of this. I'm just angry that he took it to begin with and I don't believe him when he says he was going to give it back. This is only my third serious relationship and I have no perspective on this kind of thing. So am I the jerk for overreacting and ransacking my boyfriend's place? For a little extra context, I guess I was still in a weird state of disbelief that he did that and it made me question everything. Now that I've stopped shaking and I have had time to think, talk to my mom, read through every Everything, I feel kind of silly for even wondering if I did something wrong. Suffice it to say, it's over for good. I've blocked him on everything and my dad and my brother are over there getting what's left of my stuff. I'm going to try to put it out of my mind and focus on my awesome trip. So, do you think I was the jerk? This is kind of scary. It's a good thing that she already broke up with him before this post was put out there because if not, I think pretty much everyone would say you need to get out right now. I mean, if he's willing to weirdly sabotage your life with something this important, somebody else's wedding that you really care about. Imagine how far he's willing to go to things that he thinks are even more important and more serious and more pertinent to him. He stole the passport. It wasn't some sort of hide and seek game or a joke. He just stole it in order to satisfy his twisted manipulative concerns. If he really didn't want you to go and it was really that big of a deal, he could have said, I'm not comfortable with you going and then been upfront about everything. And if you didn't want to be together, at least he would leave without being dishonest in the process. But let me know what you would do if your significant other stole something 
of yours to prevent you from going out of the country to sabotage your whole trip and jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for giving my husband one day to return the bracelet that he took from his daughter's mom? This is a little bit complicated, so bear with me. I'm a 34-year-old female and I've been with my husband who's 37 for two years. He has a nine-year-old daughter with his ex-wife, Nora, and the reason for the divorce was financial. But she told me that he initiated after she got diagnosed with cancer. Now, cancer has come back and I feel sorry for her because she's a decent woman overall. Due to the treatment schedule, Nora only gets visitation with my stepdaughter for now. My husband drives my stepdaughter to see her mom two days a week. Yesterday, he came home saying Nora wasn't home and he and my stepdaughter had to leave after waiting for an hour. He then went into the bedroom, stayed there for some time, then went out to visit his friend. I was cleaning the bedroom and I found a gold bracelet that looked familiar. I realized it belonged to Nora as I'd seen her wear it before. I was confused. I waited until he got home to ask him about it. His reaction wasn't good. He lashed out and took it out of my hand saying that I shouldn't touch his personal stuff. I said this wasn't his stuff. This was Nora's. I asked if he took this bracelet behind her back and he said no. Nora gave it to him so he could give it to their daughter once she's 20 years old in case something happens to Nora. I don't know why but I didn't believe him. I told him I would call Nora to ask her, but he started yelling at me to stay out of his family business. We started arguing and I demanded he tell me how and why he got this bracelet. He refused to say anything at first. Then he admitted to going into Nora's room and taking it while she was out. I told him this was not okay, but he said this was his right after he spent money on her treatment, but never got his money back. I was shocked by this statement. They were married back then and he should didn't expect to be repaid. I got mad and I told him he has one day to return the bracelet or I will tell Nora and let her involve the authorities if she has to because the bracelet he took looked heavy and pricey. He begged me to stay out of it, but I refused. He said I was being malicious and should side with him, not threaten him, but I refuse to negotiate anything and I'm responsible for my word now. Nora is a decent woman who's struggling right now and I feel she should know she can't trust her own daughter's father in her home after this. He said if I go through with this, it will ruin our relationship so badly, but I'm standing by my word. Am I the jerk for giving my husband one day to return the bracelet that he took from his daughter? mom. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is low. Someone who has cancer, who's going to get treatments, you're going to go into their house and take what they have because they are too sick or too occupied with their sickness and the treatment of it in order to know and then lie about it and say that Nora gave you the bracelets. I mean, the second that the OP found out that Nora didn't give him the bracelet, that he was lying to her face, that should change everything. The fact that he's so comfortable just lying about something as significant as this and expensive golden chain and make this big lie about it that he's supposed to hold on to it until she's 20 to give to her. I mean, how much more vulnerable of a person can you be? She literally has cancer. Imagine being married to this person and then they reveal this side of their character to you and then you know that one day that could be you. I'm sure that's probably one of the first things that the OP thinks in the situation. So let me know what you would do if you found your wife or your husband in a situation like this regarding their ex who was very sick and jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.